What's going on guys? It's Jeremy and this is Varying the Constant, a Coalesce Fitness Solutions podcast. And uh, I'm driving right now. I'm in Jersey, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm heading over to pick up my son, Caden. So I've had some time sitting in the car driving. And, you know, I, I talk about this regularly, but early morning, right now it's 6 a.m. I've been in my car for about an hour. So early morning is when I do a lot of my best thinking Typically during the week, I'm working out around this time, but my workouts are typically very reflective, and I spend a lot of time like analyzing my behavior, going into workouts, what's going on in a workout, what do I want to do moving forward with the workout. Those are all things that I use as my parameters for writing a program. Anyway, so, you know, I'm driving right now and listening to a book on on tape. Uh, it's called Primal Branding, which is about creating a brand uh, for your company. And that aside, it, it starts the wheels turning. And I, I was thinking about a conversation I had a couple months ago with someone. Uh, it was actually with John Newman. So you, some of you guys know him, some of you guys might not. He was a member for a couple of years and uh, he started working out at CrossFit Pace Performance, which is where I started my CrossFit career and my CrossFit journey. Lenny was my coach and Lenny moved his location to be like eight seconds away from where John is. So John started working out there after work and now he's doing like home workouts but that actually has nothing to do with the story the story is the conversation that he and i had and you know we were talking about programming and writing programming and he said you know with all the all the companies doing programming i don't know why anyone would do their own anymore because there is you know there is crossfit.com there is misfits there is comp train there's gray matter or grayscale or whatever the name of the company is uh there's a lot nc fit and so with all these companies out there why would anyone spend that time doing it and my response was well because those guys didn't become those guys by letting other guys be those guys for them and you know one of the things that i'm proudest of is our gym's programming and the programming I write for individuals. It's something I spend a lot of time thinking about and it's a lot of it's something I spend a lot of time testing and trying to find recipes, I guess you could say, for what is going to deliver the most benefit with the least expense, meaning what's going to what has the most benefit with the least risk for injury or for setback, being able to show up every day. I love that I can work out Monday through Friday and feel ready to go every single day. Now, of course, like that's got something to do with recovery. I sleep six to eight hours. I try to every single night and whatever I don't get at night, I typically get uh, I make up for in the afternoon with a, a nap. My naps have gotten a lot shorter in the last couple months. But uh, so I get I get plenty of sleep and I eat pretty good. So like I'm eating plenty of protein, decent amount of carbs, decent chunk of fat. 
Uh, I don't weigh my food, I don't measure it. I base my nutrition on how I feel and if I start feeling lethargic and sluggish, that means I'm probably eating too many carbs or too much sugar. Typically, I don't eat non-paleo food, but I, I typically eat paleo food, but occasionally I start to splurge, and then I'll dial it back. I don't typically go based on uh, body weight because it's not something that I'm trying to change. My main concern with my fitness is how I feel, mainly mentally, uh, but definitely physically and performance-wise. Like, do I feel like I'm sluggish? Do I feel like I'm having a hard time in my workouts? And if so, what is the culprit? Sleep, diet, stress, those are my three things I gotta look at. Anyway, back to programming. So, my goal is to create a system that is uniquely coalesce. It is uniquely our gym, our experience, our progress, our program, and I toy with different elements from different modalities. Some stuff is bodybuilding, like 21s. It's a very bodybuilding uh, movement. And so it's an isolation movement. You don't see a lot of that in a CrossFit program. Um, and I would consider our program different from CrossFit in that we are doing things that are periodized, whereas CrossFit headquarters does not recommend that. We do uh, a little bit of everything every day. Again, that's not a CrossFit recommendation. That is 100% a coalesce formula. The, the use of core work, the use of stability work, the use of balance, <clears throat> which is all stuff that we do during the core section with the single leg stuff, with the all the core movements, all the holds. That stuff is probably the thing that I found to be the most important as far as making progress and creating a safer understanding of, of how to use your body and how to keep yourself braced and how to put yourself in and out of good positions. Our strength program is periodized, meaning we stay with one or several movements for several weeks until that changes. So we'll do back squats for six to 12 weeks. We'll do front squats for six to 12 weeks. We'll do the uh, all the kettlebell work for six to, uh, well, probably less than that, but uh, on the kettlebell stuff, it's probably like a four-week cycle. And that's typically, my goal with that is to improve body awareness, bracing, and positioning, which I find that the kettlebells are uniquely able to identify some movement faults that the barbell is not. And of course, our conditioning. And yes, that's the part where we still use CrossFit workouts or we use CrossFit Metcons. Uh, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like the upside of CrossFit is like the Metcon conditioning stuff. The stuff that I think is most beneficial is like that mixed modality, run, lift, jump, mix it up as much as you can. And the thing is that like mixed modal functional fitness is not uniquely CrossFit. CrossFit is the biggest brand in the world doing it. Orange Theory is also mixed modality functional fitness. You wouldn't call us an Orange Theory gym because our workouts are hard. Uh, but we're definitely moving more towards a unique experience. And so as Coalesce continues to develop a personality and a method, 
my goal is to constantly be pushing the envelope of are we seeing progress, yes or no? If not, why? Is it the programming? Is it the individuals? Is it the execution? Is it a saturation point? Uh, and those are all things that are that are data-driven. Like, I'm looking at results. I'm looking at who's improving, what's happening. Are we seeing plateaus? Are we seeing, uh, are we seeing people who show up four to five days a week and eat pretty well and sleep pretty well not making progress? If so, that's a programming indicator. Are we seeing people who show up four to five days a week but probably don't address their nutrition making progress? If so, that's probably a good indicator that the programming is effective, but that those particular people need would make more progress if there was some level of nutritional compliance and some attention paid to stress and sleep. So those are the things I look at when I'm writing programming. I will never put a, a workout in that's like, oh, this is gonna be brutal for the sake of brutality. Like, yes, I'm gonna try and push the envelope of challenging, A, because I like to be challenged. I find, like, when I'm getting ready at night to go to bed, I'm looking forward to waking up because I know I got a good workout in the morning coming. And I want my body to change. I want to adapt, and I want to see that the people participating in our workouts are seeing those same kind of performance changes. So body composition is, is gonna be largely due to nutrition. You are developing muscle. I am developing muscle. If we want to have that muscle show, then we need to have a lower percentage of body fat for that muscle to be exposed. That is all nutrition. That is all a, a matter of calories in versus calories out, and that's you know a whole, whole other discussion that we could debate at another time if you're someone who says like, oh, it's more about food quality. Like, yeah, it is. However, there is a lot more science behind calories in, calories out. Anyway, I'm not a scientist, but I can uh, show you reference materials. So some of the things that you see in getting incorporated are my take on different methodologies from kind of around the world. So like I mentioned, we're using some bodybuilding stuff. Uh, some of the lifts that we do are obviously Olympic lifts. We do power power lifting. The conjugate method is a method derived by Louis Simmons from Westside Barbell. And basically what that method talks about, this is in a nutshell and this is very, it could be a little bit off, at, but the, the, the purpose of this or of, of me referencing it isn't to say that we use it because we don't it is our the way that we do uh, our squatting is influenced by it so uh, the conjugate method basically talks about heavy days and speed days and so when we do our tempo work on our back squat and then follow it with speed squats essentially that's what we're incorporating slow it down make it hard work the positions, improve stability, improve control, improve strength, improve efficiency, and then move explosively. And what I have seen from having used that methodology 
is that it creates an incredible improvement in performance with everyone who does it. We saw drastic improvements in back squats, front squats over this year. Uh, and so that's that's sort of the influence of that. And so the way I think about programming, I think about the, the actual methodology of Coalesce is a lot like jazz, um, the music. And jazz essentially incorporates pieces of all kinds of music and, cre- and, and, and doesn't follow rules. And that's the thing that I liked about CrossFit was that it was this like uh, rebellious uh, like finger in the air to the fitness industry. Like we're here, this is what we think. We don't want to hear it. Like, and there was like this rebellious, like screw what you think is best. And there was a period where that was, uh, that was effective. Like that was cool. Like it was like five or six years ago. That was cool. Then we started seeing like lots of injuries. We started seeing people not being programmed well for, and you know, myself and other coaches throughout the world started going, okay, like we're coaching the hell out of this stuff. And we're, we're, we're still seeing injuries. Like what, why does that happen? And I'm not talking about like, oh, my, my shoulder is sore today from like pressing. I'm talking about like my shoulder has been like, I have to avoid using it for six or 12 or 18 weeks and it still isn't getting better kind of injuries. Like that's the stuff that we never want to see ever. Um, so the goal of coalesce is to choose the movements that are most effective with the least risk of injury and have the most benefit for the individual. If a movement that we're using has no next step to it, then it's useless. If it's just something that's going to, and there are movements that are like that. Um, to be honest, I think the snatch is is that because unless you're spending three to five days a week doing some kind of Olympic lifting, then the risk reward ratio of a power snatch or even a or a squat snatch or an overhead squat is remarkably stacked against most people. Yes, there are people who should snatch. There are people who, who anyone who does want to do competitive fitness needs to because it's part of the game. For the most part, the general audience or the general participants in a class really don't need that. The risk of a back injury or a shoulder injury is too drastic or too weighted against the utility of it. Uh, Similarly, I feel the same way about kipping or specifically kipping pull-ups. I don't feel that way about kipping toes to bar or kipping uh, like knee raises or just the general beat swing. I feel there's a lot of utility to that. I feel like it's really, really good for shoulder mobility and for shoulder flexibility and for coordination. However, when people learn how to do pull-ups and they do so by flailing their chin up to the bar by using a kip and never learn how to properly pull themselves up and develop the actual strength for it, there's a high risk of injury. And I believe that most injuries in, in the CrossFit functional fitness space come from that. Um, 
you know, those are two of the big ones that we used to see a lot of and that for myself, I don't think the reward is worth the risk. And so that's why we don't program them often. Yeah, we'll see some power snatches. There's some in our hero workout that we're doing today. Like I said, I'm not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. But on a whole, on a on a on a large on a, on a big spectrum, those are the things that I I'm going to if I if I'm debating like what are what to put into a week or six weeks really or eight weeks of programming. There are I can think of 20 to 25 things off the top of my head that have more function, more reward, more benefit, and way less risk than those than those things. <clears throat> so as we continue to develop as a unique program, as a unique brand of fitness, uh, I will always be looking to protect people from the injuries and the, the overuse injuries especially that I've experienced. And my 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 biggest I, I guess mission is, is to make sure that people are getting fitter and healthier and never risking their their safety for that for that end. Um, there's never going to be a day where I pick like, hey, we're going to do this workout. It's going to be brutal. And if you don't like it, then suck it up. Like I, that was my mentality for a long time because that's what I was taught. And that's what attracted me to CrossFit. And I don't believe that's globally what CrossFit represents anymore. Uh, there are definitely CrossFit gyms that represent that. <clears throat> but I don't think that's what CrossFit headquarters represents. The problem is that there's there's a disparity between those two messages of health and wellness and sports performance coming from that brand. So as we continue to grow as individuals, as a fitness community, my goal is to create a unique fitness experience that is beneficial rewarding and challenging to anyone who engages in it. So uh, comment, like, share, reach out to me. I know this is probably the longest I've gone on a podcast. Uh, however, this is probably the thing that I think about the most. So if you have any questions, you know, this is definitely the kind of stuff that I like to talk about like this is the stuff that I like to think about and uh, you know it's a constant growing work in progress and uh, that's it guys thanks for thanks for listening if you made it this far if not well then it doesn't matter I'll uh, talk to you soon bye <laughs>